Welcome to The Feast Life, where we empower you, the modern homeschool mom, to create a life and homeschool you love, one founded on faith, family, freedom, and fun. I'm your host, Julie Ross, creator of the award-winning homeschool curriculum, A Gentle Feast, and a certified Christian life coach. For more information on today's episode and to access my free gift for you, check out thefeastlife.me. Charlotte Mason once said, life should be all living, not a mere tedious passing of time. So on this show, we seek to savor the feast of life. Girl, grab your favorite beverage and pull up a chair. You are welcome at this table. Everyone, I want to talk to you today about why traditional goal setting doesn't work. Um, as the new year approaches, um, we tend to set goals for ourselves, New Year's resolutions, those kind of things. And oftentimes that might motivate us and um, give us some direction for a couple weeks, but most people don't actually ever achieve those goals or meet their New Year's resolutions. In my February, they've moved on and completely forgot about them. So in order to see lasting change, in order to see the growth and the things that we want to accomplish in our life actually come to fruition, we have to set our goals differently. So today I want to talk about why traditional goal setting often fails. If you're not familiar with me, my name is Julie Ross. I'm the CEO of A Gentle Feast, a Charlotte Mason homeschool curriculum. I also have my own podcast. I'm a keynote speaker for several homeschool conventions. I'm a single mom of five kids and I do a lot. And people are often ask me, like, how do you do all these things? And one of the secrets has been setting goals and being very intentional about the direction and the actions that I want to take in my life. I've been teaching goal setting classes for the past eight years, just because I think it's so powerful and this process is so important. I also am a certified Christian life coach, and I've seen the power of coaching and changing our thoughts and our mindset and how that can make it so much easier to reach the goals and ambitions that we have. So I want to combine those two areas, goal setting and coaching, and kind of give you some just three simple practical strategies here. So let's talk about why traditional goal setting often fails. The first reason is because we lack vision. If you don't know where you're going, (laughs) how do you expect to get there, right? Zig Ziglar, the famous motivational speaker, had a quote, if you aim at nothing, you will hit it every time. So often our goals don't um, hold any effectiveness. And the reason is because we don't have a vision for what we want in our lives. I don't know about you, but as a little kid, I had all these hopes and dreams for what I wanted my life to be like. And it was always like waiting to get to the next thing, right? Like, oh, I can't wait till I'm in high school or, oh, I can't wait till I can drive or, oh, I can't wait till I get to college. And then I can't wait till I get married. And then I can't wait till I have children. There was always these vision of what could come in the future and these dreams and these hopes for what I wanted. But then somehow in my 30s, in the midst of having lots of children and just lots of um, different demands on me, 
and different constraints in my life, I just stopped dreaming. I stopped setting goals and my life just kind of became whatever was being thrown at me. That was what I was constantly dealing with. I didn't have any more vision and purpose and direction. And it wasn't until I went to this goal setting seminar and just got a fire again for what could be possible. And like I said, ever since then, and implementing some of those principles I've learned, I've taught um, goal setting to other people as well. And so it's really key to wake up to who God has created you to be and the potential that you have in your life. Um, in Ephesians 5.10, it says, wake up sleeper, let Christ shine on you. Be careful how you live, make the most of every opportunity. And so I really feel like the enemy can just kind of lull us to sleep and we kind of just drift from one year to the next and we don't have clarity and we don't have direction and we're not being the people that God has created us to be and making the impact that he wants us to make because we're kind of lulled asleep with all the different expectations and responsibilities and things that we have going on. And when we don't have <clears throat> clarity about where we're going, and what we want when we stop dreaming, it makes goal setting really difficult. So we can set a New Year's resolution because everybody else is doing it or write down a New Year's goal because that's what we're supposed to do at the beginning of the year. But we're not actually really motivated to do it. It really doesn't fit in to our core design and our core desires and our core values. So I think it's super important before you sit down to set any goals to let yourself dream again, develop a vision of what is possible. I heard a speaker say that we greatly overestimate what we can accomplish in a year and vastly underestimate what we can accomplish in 10 years. So having this long-term vision, what do I want my life to look like 10 years from now? It's probably going to be very different, especially if you're a mom, like you might have all your kids out of the house 10 years from now, right? <laughs> or be doing something else career-wise. But having this kind of long-term path can give you some direction and focus on where to go so that you're setting goals that really tune into who you are. Take some time to dream, okay? Just an ideal day, an ideal experience. What would it be like? You can think about what let's say it's the end of 2023 right now, and you are sitting there celebrating New Year's Eve with your family. What do you want to have accomplished? How do you want to feel? What are the, some things you have, have wanted to experience? Setting that dream, spending some time, journaling, getting to know yourself. I had to kind of go through that process because honestly, I forgot how to have fun. <laughs> At some point, I just forgot like what I actually like to do. My counselor encouraged me to list 10 things that I liked to do or wanted to learn to do. Maybe some things that I had liked to do as a child that I didn't do anymore. And that was such a challenging task for me because I really had shut down that part of me. And that was really contributing to kind of my lack of joy in life, my lack of being able to have fun, to tune into the things that I wanted to to the part of me that God made me to be by shutting that all down, it creates a life that none of us really are too excited to wake up to. The first step, I believe, in setting effective goals is 
coming up with a vision, a clarity of where you want to be, what direction you're headed. Today's episode is brought to you by A Gentle Feast. A Gentle Feast offers a complete living books curriculum, an award-winning early reading program, and more tools to equip you to apply Charlotte Mason's timeless philosophy into your modern homeschool. Go to agentlefeast.com to check it out. Smooth and easy days are closer than you think. The second reason we often, traditional goal setting doesn't work is because you are the same person on December 31st as you are on January 1. So it's not like you wake up on New Year's morning and you suddenly are the person that can accomplish all the goals and desires and dreams that you have. So how do we get ourselves from where we are right now to the person that can accomplish those goals? The person you are right now may not be able to accomplish the goals that you want. You might have to grow and stretch and change yourself. And quite often, we don't want to do that. Okay, our brains are naturally wired for safety. We want to do things that feel comfortable. We don't want to challenge ourselves. We don't want to stretch ourselves. And all these fears and doubts and what ifs, and we overanalyze and overplan and overthink anything. We don't actually take any action on the goals and the things that we want to achieve because we're so kind of stuck in this over analysis paralysis, I've heard it called. And so we have to be willing to change. We have to know what steps we can take to overcome those fears, to relieve those doubts, how we need to um, look at our thoughts, how we need to approach the world. What kind of person do I need to be to accomplish that goal? Perhaps there's some habits that we need to change in order to become the person that can accomplish that goal. Traditional goal setting often doesn't work because we're not willing to change who we are. We can't expect to achieve different things than what we currently have in our life if we stay the same. And then the last reason why traditional goal setting doesn't work is because our goals often lack clarity and a compelling why. So, we aren't really motivated. We don't really have a clear vision of where we're going. We're not really willing to work on our thoughts and our mindsets that are holding us back. And so we make really vague goals because that's what everybody's doing. I want to get healthy. And we make this vague goal. How do you ever know if you accomplish that? What does that even mean? Like getting healthy to me might mean completely something different to you, right? So when am I going to do that? How am I going to do that? There's no actual steps into the goals that we're creating. They're very vague and vague goals can't be achieved because you don't know if you've actually achieved them. You have to make them measurable. You have to have some kind of result. You have to have some kind of timeline of I'm going to do this by this date. And then you have to have a compelling why, a reason why you want to achieve this goal. Not because you're writing New Year's resolutions and everybody else is doing it. That's really not going to motivate you. I mean, it might motivate you for, like I said, a couple of weeks. But by the end of January, that um, self-determination and motivation isn't just going to carry through. So you need a compelling why. So as you're thinking through setting your goals, why do you want to accomplish this? If it doesn't make you want to jump out of bed in the morning and get 
taking action on that goal, you do not have enough of a compelling reason why. I've heard Tony Robbins say, your why needs to make you cry. It needs to be so meaningful that no matter what, you want to accomplish this goal. No matter how hard it is, no matter all the doubts and fears and emotions it brings up inside of you, no matter what obstacles you might meet along the way, no matter how hard it might be at times, no matter how people might react to you trying to achieve this goal and talk you out of it. (laughs) If you don't have that compelling why, you are not going to be able to sustain that. So as you're writing your goals, think through, why do I want to do this? What is the motivation? Make your goals clear, like I said, not something vague, like I want to get healthy. Okay, make it clear. I want to run a 5K. Well, when are you going to run? I'm going to go online. I'm going to look. Okay, there's a 5K in April. Okay, how am I going to train for that? What do I might need? I might need some new running shoes. I might need to find some friends who already are running and ask them to maybe run with me sometimes or help me come up with a training plan or ask them questions. Get really clear on what some steps are that you can take. Don't try to, like I said, overanalyze it too much and get stuck in the planning that you never actually take action, but make the goal very specific and very clear and then have a compelling why. Well, why do you want to run a 5k? I don't know. It sounds like a good thing to do. Okay. That's not going to motivate you at seven o'clock on a Saturday morning to get up and run when it's 29 degrees outside. So you need to have a compelling reason. I want to be in good enough shape that I can play with my kids. And I have enough energy and stamina that, you know, when my child asks me to come play ball with them at the end of the day, I can go out there and physically I'm able to do that. Maybe a compelling reason would be, I want to set a good example for my kids. I want them to see what it's like to set a goal, to reach that goal. I want to show them that I prioritize my health and well-being, And I want to set that example for them. Those reasons would make me get up out of bed at seven o'clock in the morning, right? So. As you're setting through your goals, if you don't really have that compelling of a why, it's probably not something you really, really care about. So again, going back to that vision and that core of what your dreams truly are, what your desires truly are, if you could care less, if you are able to run a 5k and you want to, maybe you've always had this burning desire to learn how to ice skate (laughs) and you want to express yourself that way and you want to see you if that would be something that would help you kind of maintain your fitness goals, don't just pick something because everybody else is doing it or you feel like you have to because it's the beginning of the year. You need to have something that really speaks to the core essence of who God has created you to be to help you reach that vision, the step one that I was talking about, that's going to help you have that determination to work on the things that will come up as you are working on your goal. Quite honestly, reaching the goal is great. But the journey means so much more. The process that it's going to take, the growth that's going to have to happen within you to reach that goal is going to change the trajectory of your life. That's going to change the person that you become. And the great thing about reaching little goals like this is it has a compounding effect. As you learn to do one thing, as you develop new habits that are going to lead to this goal, oh, well, now you can accomplish this area of your life and make a goal there and work on it as well. And it has kind of has the snowball effect. But when we make goals that are vague, they don't mean anything to us. There's no timeline. We're not willing to put in the effort to grow and change. Then quite honestly, it's discouraging. We think, oh, I'm never going to be able to be successful. I'm never going to be able to create the life of my dreams because we give up on ourselves way too easily. 
and we don't ever see these things through. And the problem not necessarily is us and what we're doing. It's just the goals were wrong to begin with. <laughs> I hope that kind of helps give you a little bit of clarity as you might be working on setting your goals this time of year. If you would like um, more in-depth help with this and you would like someone to kind of be your coach, be your guide, kind of walk you through this as those fears and those doubts come up, as the procrastination starts to set in and you go into like over analysis, over planning mode. I just wanted to pop in here and thank you for listening to today's episode. I have a very special announcement. In January, I'm going to be launching a new course, The Confident Homeschool Mom, and I would love for you to join me. If you would like to get on the waitlist for this course, you can go to thefeastlife.me forward slash join, and then you'll get all the information about the course when it's released and be able to get an early bird discount. So once again, that's thefeastlife.me forward slash join. I can't wait to start this in January and I hope that you'll be able to join me.